yeah, we're going to jump right in. Little behind schedule, man. Yo, you know, yeah, man. This is the fly guy, fly tie for fly talk. It's a lot of flies in the building, man. <laughs> a lot of flies in the building. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody that happened to come on and hear, hear my voice and listen to this show, you know, in the past. Um, I love my friends, man, my family. I just want to shout that out early on in the beginning of the show um, because sometimes you feel discouraged and you don't want to go on or you don't want to do some things, man. And those people in your life, they kind of motivate you and keep you going when you feel low on yourself. So shout out to everybody that support the people that they love, their friends, their family, or whatever. That's your recognition. Fly talk. <laughs> All right. So I'm the fly guy, fly tie. I already mentioned that. So we here today. Last last week, I mean, we had a couple shows, good shows, back to back to back to back, you know. Um, um, we got a good one coming up. I'm lining them up. Yo, this is going to be good. I want to mention this because um, a lot of people, a lot of people going to appreciate this show. Um, that's coming up. I'm going to drop the name. I'm going to drop the topic so you can got you guys uh, before the end of the show so everyone can um, kind of like get their mind wrapped around this. Um, <clears throat> uh, one of my guests for this show coming up next week, um, we hoping, we shooting for next week. So I'm going to say next week, man. I'm going to put it in God's hands and say next week um, is um, Chief, the poet, man. A lot of people know him in the poetry field, man. He's a really good, really good dude, positive, man. I met him. He also had a podcast or have a podcast called um, All Black Men Need Therapy. It's kind of dope, man. So um, if you ever get an opportunity to go on YouTube, check him out. Um, um, also, we're going to have uh, we have a soft commitment, but I'm going to throw his name out there anyway, just in case we could make it work, man. We have Frank Brady coming through. And um, the topic, I'm going to give it to you now. Let's not wait, man. The topic that we're talking about or we're looking to get into is um, men deal with depression. We just express it a little bit different, right? Or, you know, so a lot of times, like, um, you know, I don't really want to dig into it because we, we, we got some thoughts on it. But um, a lot of times we see men and the way we interact with the world, we have to put on this uh this image of having it all together or being well-rounded or strong or whatever, you know, this image is that we, we carry. Um, but inside we can have some uh, internal struggles going on and no one will ever know. And no one ever stopped to ask, are you really okay? Like, and then nobody ever tells us how we supposed to, uh, answer that question that, that question is something that never was really asked or i never heard anyone say that to my uncle or my grandfather or you know i can't say my father because that's another story we're going to get into that one too because um like many many men or yeah many men in the urban communities um we had absent fathers so we'll get into that but today ain't the day for that you know what I mean? So um, I don't know if anybody anybody checking me out, um, but I encourage you to check me out on all platforms. Every Monday morning, 
um, on TikTok. I'm just going to throw this out there. You can follow me on TikTok at fly.ty.104. Um, uh, yeah, so I do Monday morning motivation um, just to set the tone of my week and um, the tone. Maybe maybe it can inspire somebody else. But um, I was just recently having, and, and I piggyback these motivational things, right? And I'm not, again, I'm not a scholar or a motivational speaker or a life coach or any of, the, any of those things. I'm just a human being that happened to live life and I kind of like um, study it. So I study my life, I study my failures, I study my successes, and I realized that just because I succeed in one area is not made to be implemented or applied to another. You gotta still learn the next thing. So, you know, those guys that think, you know, uh, you know, I speak from a male's, pers- a male's perspective, right? The guys that think that they got it all figured out how to charm a woman, <laughs> right? Or vice versa, I guess. But, you know, just from a male's perspective, um, every woman don't isn't charmed by the same thing. So, you know, you got to learn, got to continue, continuously learn and try to get better with life, with yourself and even learn yourself because you're not who you were yesterday. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't be. <laughs> you shouldn't try to repeat those things. But um, so um, I hope these uh, mon- Monday morning motivational things um, come off um, as they are intended. Just me speaking to myself first and then sharing it with you guys. But that's on TikTok. And today, um, today for Monday morning motivation, um, we had a com- I had a conversation recently, and uh, someone was saying, you know, love isn't enough. Love isn't enough to hold you. Love isn't enough to change things. Love isn't enough to da-da-da-da. And, and the list goes on what they feel like love isn't enough to do, right? Um, and my take was, my take was, my takeaway from it all, you know, was some people, some people really don't believe in the concept of love, right? Because they don't know love, right? And and I'm not saying that I'm an expert in love or I got it all figured out cuz I don't I don't know it all. You know what I mean? I'm still a student of life, so I'm a student of love and I'm a student of, you know, many different things. But what I what I did say and how I do feel after much thought on it is love is enough. Love is enough to do um, the impossible, right? If we can believe that the 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 um, you know, we say the evil and these things are have these powers, or this thing had this power to move this, or human life or human energy has power to shift uh, circumstances and situations then why can't love be enough to do the same thing? You know what I'm saying? If hate is enough to motivate and move people to do some some crazy or to do things, period, why couldn't love do the same thing, right? So I think love is enough. I just think that um, it's, it's, it's a thing behind that. You know what I mean? And I always share this with my, with my daughter, you know, um, shout out to my daughter. You know, she's she's growing up, too. So you got to have like real conversations with her. Well, I do. And the conversation that I I have with her around love and many different things, 
is when you use a word, right? When you use a word like love or um, joy or whatever, whatever the word is, as soon as you use that word and you, and you, you make that word a part of your thing with this person or thing or whatever you love, um, you have to take action. So that word becomes a verb, like automatically it's a verb. It's, it's an action word. I love you. So now after I say it, everything, everything that I do should manifest or reflect the love that I have for it or myself. So with fly, with fly talk. So let's, let's get it right. The love in fly, right? First love yourself. It's an action, right? Do I know how to, do I know all the angles? Like I said, we still learning each other. We still learning ourselves. So I don't have all the answers to how it is to love me, but I get around, I love myself, right? So the things that I do know and the things that I have figured out through experiences or whatever, um, I do know that it takes effort. It takes work. It takes time. It takes understanding. And to gain understanding, you need to be able to listen and not listen. And I'm not talking now. I'm I'm not talking externally. I'm talking listen internally to like what's going on with yourself. Right. So, you know, um, and to do that, and I, I know I spoke a while ago about like standing in the mirror. Like I used to practice this thing, man. I stand in the mirror and I, I will like really forgive myself. Like it didn't start off. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, like looking yourself in the eyes. And, but that's a practice of, or that's, a, that's making love the verb, right? It's actually doing the act of like reassuring yourself, rebuilding yourself, reestablishing yourself, reestablishing yourself. Sorry about that. Reestablishing yourself and actually gaining some leverage with how you love yourself and the things that the bounce. So, just by doing small things like that, you set boundaries like, yo, I'm not going to allow anyone to tell me that I'm less than what I am. So um, to get back to what I was saying about this morning and this motivation, our, our Monday morning motivation um, is like love is enough. So when we do these things and we put these things in practice, it actually it actually does change how we see ourselves, how we engage ourselves with the world and how we expect people to um treat us and and actually um the standard we set a standard so so but once we once we adopt these practices and we we bring this to life we actually do have the power to change the way others see not only themselves you know but sometimes people need you to be an example and that that sounds sad, but it is the way it is. Like people, people sometimes can't dig in their own bag right away, and they need somebody that actually been where they were or where they are, right, and actually show them a blueprint or give them even a a, a little glimpse of what hopes hope look like. You know, I'm gonna name drop right. There's a there's quite a few people I met in this journey, right, in, in this journey of life. That actually um, helped me figure out how to actually put self-love into the verb that I always talk about, right? For myself. And, um, you know, 
maybe I should name drop. Maybe they don't want to be. But uh, there was this one brother, man. We used to we used to have this show, man, called called uh, Poets of the Roundtable, man, and it's it's still around. Don't don't lose hope. It's still there. It's still there. We just we just under new or restructuring. But anyway, um, this young brother, man, you know. We sat down, we, we used to politic, we used to build a lot more, man. And um, he, uh, and I was like, my thing was, at that particular moment in my life, and I'm still, and I realize now though, that it's a continuous quest, right? But that moment in my life, that moment in my life, I was like really like looking for balance. I wanted to find balance. Like, you know, when it came to work for me, like I never knew how to half do something, right? I was either all in or not in at all. Like I I just didn't I just didn't know how to do that, right? Um and it's still a struggle for me. So like at this particular moment when I I mean when we were having this conversation, like work was like consuming majority of my time, right? Majority of my time and I couldn't figure out how to get to the gym. You know what I mean? I'm paying for this membership. I know, I know I'm not the only one. Somebody else is out there paying for a gym membership and not going. You know what I'm saying? But you know, how to get those things like find balance where I'm doing that. I'm I'm spending healthy time with friends and family. Um, um, I'm gonna have healthy uh, or, or a reasonable amount of playtime and work and like live and and you know and and you know. So, so he was like, yo, bro, sometime, and I'm paraphrasing because, you know, you can't take someone else's wisdom and, and kind of like, you know, make it your own. So you, you got to just take it how you received it. So he said, he said to me, um, don't project. You have to find a way to be in the moment. And that, yo. Find a way to be here, be present, because if you're not present, then you will never find balance because you're always either looking behind you at all the things that happen or you looking in front of you, creating boundaries and I mean, creating not boundaries, creating um, parameters and 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 uh, yeah, boundaries, obstacles that doesn't even exist yet. Right. But in your presence. It's the perfect time to figure where you are right now and to live your best life and enjoy your play, enjoy your work, enjoy. And then when you and your spiritual life, whatever that may be for you guys, you know, um, but. Be present. And a lot of times I wasn't present. I was always looking at the next thing. Like, where do I go? How do I get there? And it. And it and to this day, I'm not going to say that I perfected it. No, but at least I have a moral compass to actually, you know, navigate through it. You know what I mean? Before it was before the conversation, it was just in my own head. Like, yo, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place. I need to like reel it in and figure things out. Like, but having a conversation with people actually, it actually helped me. Or having a conversation with this brother, um, shout out to Silent Quill, right? Having a conversation with him actually helped me um, think about and put things in perspective, right? And and that's another level of loving yourself, right? Making a, making love a verb and actually changing. But it took him to go through some stuff 
in order to be able to share that. So what I'm saying is like back to what I'm saying, that love being a verb, he had to actually implement these things in order to be able to share. Do that mean he perfected it? Do that mean he don't go through obstacles and struggles with finding balance or finding his peace or whatever the case may be? Yeah, I'm sure he does because, like I said, life is always changing and we always evolving and looking for the next thing and or life is just bringing the next thing, whether we're looking for it or not. Being comfortable and complacent is not something that's not something for the living. You know, it's not something for the living. We, we're going to always be challenged. We're going to always. So, yeah, we have to make love a verb and love has to be enough. If that's what you base, if, if that's what you grounded in, if you because some people are not grounded in love. Some people don't even know what love looked like because, you know, or I shouldn't say that I, because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get into anybody else's head, you know, but, you know, their perception of love may not be the, the healthiest. That's that's a that's a very political, you know, political way of saying, like, you know. Yeah, it just may not be the healthiest, you know, and um, the way they love upon themselves is, is, is not always the healthiest, you know, and the way they bury their pain and their hurt with things that only create more hurt because it's a temporary release. It's a temporary satisfaction. It's a, you know, um, it's short term gratification, right? Instead of looking for that long way out where you're going to be more content and more at peace with yourself, you know, so. Um, but when we actually really learn what love is and what it looked like and how healthy it actually makes everything around it, you know what I mean? It's like. It's like planting a seed in, 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 in good soil. <laughs> yeah, you know versus planting it in bad when you plant it in good soil you know you still got work to do it, it's not over you got good soil. you found good soil you planted the seed now you got to do work so with love you have to continuously do work as well but um love to me is enough to heal broken hearts um men in this world men are relationships with one another right because um, love is compassionate, you know, love is, love is, uh, compromising, love is lenient, it's understanding, it's, um, it's all those things, and, um, it's patient, you know, love is patience, like, I'm not, I'm not a Bible, I'm, I'm not, like, qualified to quote the Bible, but <laughs> I believe it's, like, second corinthians or something like that man or whatever i don't know i i shouldn't even have said that much but it's a it's a section in there um that actually goes into the definition of love and i think patience and understanding and all those things were in there right all those things were in there i i, I mean i've read it i've read it i just don't remember um exactly where it is so if anybody out there that want to correct me or pull me up on that um i'm open to listen to that but but all those things like when we when we become patient and um patient and lenient and understanding to our own history our own struggles our own journey 
it makes it that much easier to be patient and lenient and understanding to someone else's, right? But if you hold people to an expectation that you haven't held yourself to, <laughs> it's unfair to that person and it's unfair to yourself because, um, yeah, yeah, you got to first find that, that, that love and balance in yourself. So <clears throat> with that being said, right, I would love for people to tell me like their definition or what love looked like to them. You know what I mean? Um, I always want people, I'm always looking for someone to come and sit and have conversations with me. Good people. I don't want, I don't want negative energy. You know, we don't want negative energy. Um, no, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. See, I, I, I got to correct myself, man. I'm, I'm out here and I'm, I'm talking, but you want, you want energy, you want energy in the room, no matter what it is, right. To have conversation because when you have an open dialogue, right. With people, whether they share the same viewpoints as you or they share something different, if you both are willing to come to a, con a, a, a understanding of the other one, you know, if you're not willing, then it's just a straight argument. You know, it's a straight argument. It's a straight debate. And both parties going to walk away um, without actually learning anything, maybe even bitter and, and, and salty um, towards the other. But um, if you do have opposite opinions and you sit down and you're willing to actually listen and hear why, how this person came to the conclusions that they came to, um, then yeah, that's, that's a really good conversation to have with, um, someone that either share your views or have opposing views. But like I said, I'm lo always looking to sit down and have good conversation with people. Um, so whether, whether it's here, whether it's there, whether it's in the, uh, a coffee shop drinking chai or, whatever the case may be, um, we're around for it. But um, so you can link me anywhere. I'm going to throw that out there. You can link me anywhere, Fly Tie. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, got Twitter, but, you know, <laughs> I'm not tweeting like that. But, um, yeah, Instagram, TikTok. You know, like I said, I mentioned the TikTok. Um, I mentioned the TikTok earlier. Um, is fly dot tie dot one oh four. The Facebook is fly tie. Um, yeah, and the Instagram is the same fly tie. So come be fly with me on any level you want to, man. Whether we agree or disagree. So that I just wanted to throw that out there. But you know, like I was saying, I want to always, I want to always conclude or stick stick with the topic. Um, love is enough. I hope everyone, if you don't feel that way, if you don't feel like love is enough to change things or even in your personal relationships, friends, family, like if you love someone, how long, how long do you hold on to the concept of loving them when they're going through a struggle or difficulty, or even if they, uh, accidentally hurt you or disappointed you, I should say, you know, do you hold on or do you just let go? Because if, if love is enough, then 
I mean, it, it's not enough to make people do right if they don't understand the concept of it, right? Or if they have mixed concepts. If their concept of love is diff- looks different from, and that's a conversation, that's a good conversation to have with your spouse or even your your family members. Really to figure out what love's what love looked like to them because if you're not on the same page with what it looked like right or even understand what the other person expect from the idea or the concept of love then she you guys gonna be bumping heads forever (laughs) you know what i mean and we don't want that to happen we want to have healthy conversations around these things like you know is love enough you know do we share the same concepts when it come to love, do love look the same for us? And even if it doesn't, it doesn't It doesn't always have to align, but it can meet somewhere in the middle and kind of like help each side grow and learn a different, a different view, you know? But um, yeah, so that was the motivational thing, man. It was like love yourself enough to, 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 to grow to allow yourself to grow, to allow yourself to love other people enough for them to have room to grow. Because we pigeonhole people sometimes. We, like, lock them in, man, you know. So, yeah, my thoughts was love is enough. I wanted to pull up. I wanted to go in and actually, I wanted to go in and actually pull up um, something that I wrote, right? Just to, uh, just to touch base. And I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna dig in. Just uh, give me a sec. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to give me a sec. I'm gonna continue to talk while I while I while I dig this out. I already have pulled it up, so it shouldn't take long. You know. But yeah, so I told I, I talked about um writing these writing these posts a while ago called This is This is Me. And it got into it always got into um um my experiences growing up um with loss. The loss of my grandmother was a big one for me. Um it wasn't my first though. I think my my first major loss was the loss of my brother. I wrote about that too. Um and um yeah. So like but the thing that got me through and that's that's where I wanted to go with it. So I'm having some some issues pulling this up and I have it saved right to my thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to talk about it like so um my brother, man, you know, so I had a baby brother that was born a few years after me, which, you know, but um, in short, he had um, brain surgery um, when he was young. So um, when he was a baby, actually, he was an infant. And um, so this story is kind of it's kind of it's kind of different because um, trauma, man, you know, trauma, like the way my mom remember it. And when I talk about it, it seemed like we don't remember it the same, like, you know, and I had to really dig into that, too, and try to figure out why 
um, her um, recalling of the, uh, the event was a little bit different. And I think that's another conversation, but I'll touch it for a little bit. I think she, I, this is my opinion, and we haven't really, really dug into it. Um, so I asked her before, like, did she blame me for his death, right? And um, this is just me being vulnerable and just just talking to you guys about uh, love being enough, right? And um, she said to me, no, why would I blame you? You weren't even there, right? Why would I blame you? You weren't even there. So <clears throat> now let me give you, let me give you how I remember it. So my brother had, um, brain surgery when he was uh, um, a Tyler uh, uh, infant and um, yeah so he was sleep in the room this is how I remember it he was sleep in the room and being big bro I was asked to like stay in the room with him but I was a kid though right i was a child and children play you know <laughs> so um he was in the room he was sleeping on the bed and um i don't know what made me like get up run run out find my mom she was with my grandmother they were like in the back in the backyard like my grandmother had you know came from nothing her and my grandfather and bought their first home and like proud, you know what I'm saying? So we had a home, a house to live in, right? So anyway, I run, I run out. Da -da -da -da. I remember them yelling, "What are you doing out here? You supposed to be in here with your brother? Go in here with your brother." Run back in. I sounded like DM, right? Go back in, you know. So I, I went back in immediately. Wasn't that hard headed? Little spoiled, so so they say, but not that hard headed. Right. So I go back in and um, I find him. My brother fell off the bed and his head bust open. His brains was exposed and he was dead. Right. And he was dead. Um, I was broken. I was broken. I thought and, and as a child, right, you think, yo, no one's gonna love me man you you know and you kind of like give up on yourself because it hurts and you don't even really know how to express right so here's where love becomes enough right my grandmother my mother as well you know my mother had to do some things mentally to prepare and to handle everything to protect the living son to take care of him Right. But the way they love me through that, bro, like. I don't even know where to start with the love. Let's start with prayer. You know, let's start with just support and, and, and nurturing and love. And like the love was genuine. Right. The home life was genuine. Did I get in trouble? Yeah. Did I do things that deserved it? Yes. Sometimes was it my cousins? Yes. Did I tell? No. 
I let us all get it. We all got it. One go down, we all go down. But it was love there, man. And 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 you know, they figured out how to love me through it. Did they have the right words? Were they like life coaches in some way? Yes, because they 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 coached me out of a lot of things, right? And a lot of it was because love. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of the things that I did wrong or to actually interfere and hurt myself, right, was because the lack of love of self because they were missing. And I connected my love for self with someone else. But they loved me through the loss of my brother. That was my first major hit. Like no one has ever, you know, could ever tell me that hurt felt like this. This was like serious for me. But when you have a loving family, a God-fearing family, someone that prays and someone that cares and someone that want to see you do the best you can do um, and be the best person you can be, they protect you, they cover you, they're patient with you, they understand, you know, they're lenient, you know, but they're uncompromising in, in bullcrap, though, because my grandmother didn't play. <laughs> like, um, But... Love was enough to see me through. So every time I found myself, and I'm saying this because every time I found myself down the dark hole in the rabbit's hole, you know, the light that they, the love and the light that they shined on me was my, was my, um, my guide back to something greater. Had I not had that love and that love had not been enough, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have had that, that, that that beacon of like the the kind of like guide me back to hope guide me back to loving myself like so i mean it's it's many people that fell into situations that didn't have it and they begin to live a life of despair of of aggravation and frustration and anger and pain right but i never allowed the pain to be my motivating factor it always was love it always went back to that and i got a cousin you know chameleon i'm, I'm shooting mad names out there today my cousin chameleon man um jennifer williams check her out on facebook she do some amazing writing right um but she always be like you know I'm, i am love like her writing is about love right her, her thoughts is about love right um, and I'm just using I'm just using her as a point of reference. But, you know, when you have love in your life and, and, and from 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 a child or whatever, um, when you get older and find yourself in difficult situations, that is the light that guides you back to. Um, that guides you back to uh, a sense of uh, peace or awareness. Other than that, you'll be you, once you that triple stage of darkness, man, that real dark pitch black thing where you you can't see uh, your hand right in front of your face. You know, that that's a darkness that you don't ever want to be in. Um, and you will hope and I will hope that you had some kind of love in your life and that love was enough to guide you back to hope and prosperity and um yeah yeah so 
for me, um, I use that example of my brother and my, my grandmother and my family being that light and that love and that love being enough to keep me focused when I lost focus, you know what I mean, and bring me back. I even had, like, after that loss, you know, after that loss, I, I experienced the loss of my grandmother, which was another major hit. And because I had love in my life already, right, it, it was like, you know, you kind of like seek it out now. Like my best friend, one of my best friends, right? One of my best friends came and kind of was like, yo, you're bugging. Like she never like forced me to be a certain way or change, you know, my attitude. Like she never tried to change me. And I think that, but she definitely made me aware that, yo, you're bugging. You need to get back to the light, bro. You need to follow the example or the love that was given to you because you're going down a dark path. I can't stop you because, again, we have our own journeys, right? We have our own journeys and our own destiny and, and struggles that we have to live through. But I will be a reminder to you that this is not where you supposed to be, not where, you know, God has called you to be, not where your family or your grandmother loved you out of. Like, and because I had that voice, um, to speak to me, you know, even though I was I, at that point, I became hard headed, right? Because I was living, I was, I was almost falling victim to being able to live and exist inside pain and hurt and loss. Um, but because I had voices like that, that surrounded me, I was able to find my way out, you know? Um, and you know, so, so for me, like when I say love is enough, man, I'm, I'm basing it on, you know, my experiences with the people in my life, you know, have I had hateful people <laughs> around me that did some, 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 or said, or acted, um, terrible. Yes. But it was the love that got me away from, them. you know what I'm saying? It was the love that it. The love that I experienced helped me recognize who they actually was. I didn't. I didn't set out to expose them, but the but love exposed hate automatically. And hate, you know, don't like to stand in the room with love. So, anyway, I use the word love a lot today, so I probably won't use it again till I say I'm fly tie, and you all know what that means. <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, I will continuously use love as my um moral compass <sighs> that was that was a lot that was a lot i went down an emotional bag man like you guys don't even understand like living maybe you do i don't know what you understand and what you don't but you know the loss of my brother was was dope i mean it was it was deep it was dope it was an experience it was um it was life at its finest and um every every lesson that came from the loss um is a part of the man is is a part of the makeup of the man that um that's talking to you today so i share my experiences openly honestly and um i'm hoping that it comes off very clear um that you know just because we were damaged hurt um was given pain we don't have to exist in it we don't have to stay there 
we can surround our friend uh, ourselves with friends and family that that actually speak life into us and that's love becoming a verb so a lot of times if you if you do end up following me on facebook i wish you would on instagram on tiktok whatever if you come and be fly with me wherever on any of my social platforms you know you will see um that i don't write i really don't write i love you to my family my people's um i usually put i live you because i'm making love the verb right and i'm living out you know that emotion um so i like to say i live you all the time um to my people some people be like yo what are you talking about man you meant to put love i'm like nah i meant to put live because when we start when we really like turn love into a verb we actually live it out you know a person if, if i gave a person or a person gave me a car i don't have to say thank you right i mean i i you know the 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 social 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 to be socially and politically correct you say thank you to the person that gave you something right but you don't have to because i mean i'm not telling you not to but if you say thank you what matters more to the person that actually gave you this 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 tool or this gift is how you take care of it and how it work and how you utilize it and make it work for yourself if i gave you a car and you know i see you in five hours and you got a, a a car full of of your friends not saying that you shouldn't have your friends with you but have a car full of your friends and you know you just like tearing it up and you know you riding around on a donut i just gave it to you five hours ago like and you're like yo i'm so grateful i'm so appreciative of this car um yeah yeah like you, you start to you start to wonder is this person really like grateful for and not saying that you're supposed to like really like if you give someone something you're supposed to like really be checking for them like that but um when the person takes a gift that you give them and they actually implement it and apply it and do the best and you see them in that car you know going to get grocery for their their family or going to work and they always got it clean and they take care of it and it's up to par you like yo this dude this dude really appreciate this car man it really i'm glad it's i'm glad it's working for him very grateful i'm glad it's working for him you know what i mean or her right um so it's the same thing with knowledge wisdom understanding experience when you live an experience or you 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 experience something throughout your journey um in life and you share those things and if anybody is able to benefit from them and they do and then they apply those things to their life that's why i mentioned um the people that i mentioned that that was positive influences in my life in my journey um to date um i mentioned them and i mentioned short parts of their story and how they help me find balance or talk to me about peace or telling me that I shouldn't be where I am or mentioning I am love or, you know, my grandmother praying and guiding and protecting and covering me with, um, with the love that she had for me. 
Um, I'm mentioning these things because I am grateful for the experience and the lessons that they taught me. Um, and I'm trying to implement those things in my life. So I am living out the love that they gave me. And in turn, I'm sharing it with you guys. So love can be enough to guide you through your difficult times, through your hard times, and through your day. If only the day. Let love be enough. This is the fly guy, fly tie for fly talk. A lot of flies in the room. But we're here. Come be fly with me. I'll be here next week, Monday, 2 o'clock, 2 to 3, WNHHLP. You can catch them on um, Facebook.com forward slash New Haven Independent org. There it go, baby. So until next Monday, we're here. We love you. Love yourself enough to give yourself a fighting chance. Stay fly. Peace.